Welcome to Investor Talk Radio, hosted by Kurt Davis. During the show, Kurt will share tips and strategies as well as guest interviews on how you can become a successful real estate investor. Kurt Davis was a former chef for 11 years until one day had the opportunity to take a leap of faith, left cooking, and became a full-time real estate investor. Kurt has been building his personal portfolio of rental property and at the same time has helped over 500 investors around the globe purchase cash-flowing rental properties. He is a licensed realtor who has achieved multi-million dollar club status, and he is also very active in the local real estate investment club. And now, here is your host, Kurt Davis. of Investor Talk Radio. I am your host and founder, Kurt Davis, here uh, coming at you out of Memphis, Tennessee on this lovely day. It's uh, feeling like spring already, but uh, today we are going to be doing an interview with a client of ours who uh, is a long-distance investor. His name is Kashal. Kashal, are you there? I am. Good. Fantastic. I really appreciate you uh, taking the time out of your busy day to... uh, uh, chat with me here for, uh, you know, call it probably the next 20, 30 minutes or so. Um, you know, this, this, the reason why I asked you on this uh, interview is to kind of get your overall experience and feedback on how uh, the process has gone for you as a, as a long-term out-of-state buy-and-hold investor. So uh, before we actually start getting into anything uh, investor-related, um, why don't you just tell us a little bit about yourself? Sure, sure. First of all, thanks for, thanks for having me on the show. Uh, absolutely. Uh, so, sure. Uh, so I'm 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 from India. I came to the United States about uh, ten years ago. I went to grad school and then moved to California. I live uh, near San Francisco. I work in uh, finance and uh, I also run a small home-based business where I write uh, resumes and LinkedIn profiles for people changing careers and uh, people who are returning to the workforce. And I'm also a real estate investor. Yeah. Now, how, how long have you been doing your profession? Uh, I've been uh, in uh, finance for over seven years now. And, I mean, it definitely sounds very interesting. Um, how did you get started in real estate? Right. So this, I started investing about uh, like, six, eight months ago, so fairly new, but I started reading about it um, almost a year ago and started with uh, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, and then another book called The Cash Flow Quadrant, which really made a deep impact on me, and uh, I really couldn't see the end end line or the finishing line with an eight-to-five job, and I was like started thinking about long-term wealth and legacy wealth, and that's what took me to bigger pockets, and uh, I learned about turnkey investing, and uh, I realized that uh, I studied the business model, and I thought that it was a very good business model that made sense to me, and yep. I, yeah. It's, it's interesting, those books that you quoted, the, the Robert Kiyosaki books, that's a, that's a popular book for a lot of investors who usually get started. That's, that's probably some of the first uh, reading material that they that they experience as a, as a new investor just looking to get started. So uh, I'm glad that you got a chance to uh, get those uh, ones under your belt. Do, do you, by chance, invest in your local market? I do not, because I live, in, I live near San Francisco, and it's like 
the entry point is is really high and out of reach for most people uh so uh and and yeah so the short answer is no and that's what kind of prompted me to look at out of state uh, markets and uh, that's what i've been doing gotcha now now you said that you're a relatively new investor uh how many how many rental properties do you currently own right now so I have two so far, uh, one in Kansas City and the other in Memphis. Fantastic. So, you know, kind of doing your research, you identified a few uh, what some might refer to as Midwest uh, type markets and you kind of felt, uh, you know, that you might want to consider diversifying your portfolio. Is that kind of the main reason why you selected two markets as opposed to sticking to just one? Yeah, I was I was initially I was fairly agnostic in terms of the markets. Uh, I had some set criteria that I was looking for, and uh, yeah, I wanted to find out my uh, like see what the experience is with both of these markets, uh, uh, and um, uh, go from there, build my portfolio from there. You know, you, you, you stated earlier that you're a, a you're a newer investor. You've obviously only have two properties uh, currently. What type of research have you done to prepare yourself to, you know, take these steps uh, and, and buy property, especially long distance? Right. So I I, uh, I, I used to hang out on uh, bigger pockets forums uh, often, and that kind of took me to another website called Turnkey Reviews, and I listened to all the podcasts because that was like specifically for. Uh, uh, people buying turnkey properties, and I learned a lot in terms of uh, what to look for in, in in providers, what questions to ask, what markets to to look at, what mistakes people have made. So that's how I got started. Then I uh, created my own spreadsheet to uh, look at returns, and the next step was to like get in touch with. Uh, some providers, some marketers, and talking to them and finding out uh, more. Now, how did you how did you come up with uh, what your criteria would be for as far as you know cash flow and returns and things like that? Being a new investor, uh, you know, how did you come up with? Uh, I mean, did you have a specific uh, monthly cash flow goal, or did you have more of a specific uh, net return you were trying to achieve? Well, I. I, I mean, in terms of returns, I do look at like at least 10% cash on cash, but then that kind of, I have my own calculation uh, to figure that out. So I take into account certain things uh, with uh, like repairs and vacancies. I have a different system altogether to, uh, uh, to take the, those into account and then uh, yeah, you can say like 10% net cash on cash is something that I look for. But also in terms of the kind of properties uh, I, I, uh, I like to purchase, they're typically uh, three-bedroom, two-bath, single-family homes uh, in uh, decent uh, B-class neighborhoods. Sure, sure, absolutely. Now, okay, so you've done a bunch of research. You're new. Did you have any reservations or, or hesitations with investing out of state, long distance? I mean, how? Uh, kind of talk to me a little bit about that. Yeah, I mean, I I, I did, but at the same time, I mean, I realized that uh, with any investment comes uh, risk, and I was actually willing to 
uh, like accept that and embrace that and uh, doing my due diligence, talking to people, asking lots of questions and like this, asking once you start asking the same questions to different people and uh, get their answers, you kind of get an idea of what to look for. And I researched the two markets, Memphis and Kansas City, and then uh, when the numbers worked, I decided to pull the trigger instead of waiting for the perfect opportunity that never comes. Sure, sure. Um, you know, now, why did you decide to do business with myself or, or, or our company, Buy Memphis? Now, what uh, what was it that you, after, you know, after you and I spoke and, and things like that, what was it that you liked about us that made you want to do business with us? Well, I think one of the things that I look for, and it's possibly at the kind of the t- amongst the top uh, criteria in my in my uh, list of things is communication. And I think there there was never a time when I asked a question that I didn't get an answer to uh, within the same day. Uh, and uh, so that that told me a lot about how you uh, you do your business. And so you were and and not just questions. You were also there to educate me when I was when I asked possibly the same question in different words. And just to make sure that it 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 I got it. So that that was a big, very big factor. Like even a week ago, I spoke to another turnkey provider in a different market and. They were they wanted to get off the call very very quickly, like within exactly half an hour, and that didn't happen with you. And that was a big step. You were patient. You were answer, you answered all the questions. We talked often, and we uh, yeah we agreed to um, most of the yeah I think all of the like all of the things that showed up on the inspection report. Well, you know, I appreciate you saying that, you know, I mean, that's kind of, you know, that's kind of what we're trying to achieve, you know, is exactly, you know, what you were saying. Um, now, did you, was there at any point, uh, you know, either when, either either before, during, or even now, maybe, that there was a time where you ever considered trying to do this on your own? Say, maybe not go the turnkey route, but, you know, maybe try to put together your own team and things like that, or or do you feel that, turnkey is is maybe still the best method for you uh, kind of what are your thoughts on that yeah i think i think for me turnkey really works because it's it's uh, a passive form of investment once you put intelligent systems in place and you work with an intelligent team it works very well uh, i have not considered uh having my own team but i don't rule that out like i don't rule out partnering in some form with uh uh, somebody, a turnkey provider in the local market, uh, sure. in the, in the future. Absolutely. What was your What was your buying experience like? You know, say from the time when you and I first had that first call to you know up to the closing, and even a little bit after that, when property management was getting in place for you. What uh, would you say your expectations were met? Did things go according to plan or not according to plan? Uh, what, what are your thoughts? Yeah, it's. Uh, I think with with uh, working with you guys, uh, you got. Yeah, you guys really did very well in terms of uh, keeping your commitments and and communicating every step of the way. I I was uh, not able to visit the property myself during that time, but uh, 
uh, you were you sent me before and after pictures and uh, answered questions about the neighborhood uh, and uh, everything went fairly smoothly and this was like also in uh, stark contrast to my experience uh, with the Kansas property so I was kind of uh, in the process of closing on both those properties at the, around the same time Kansas City and Memphis so uh, you guys did exceedingly well uh, and the others fell really short. So, yeah, I ha- I'm a happy client as of this date. <laughs> so far, so good, right? <laughs> yes, yes. Now, uh, you know, maybe tell the listeners a little bit about the home you purchased. I know that's maybe putting you on the spot a little bit, and I, and I can help with that a little bit because I, I do recall the property. But um, uh, tell them about the house that you purchased, maybe uh, characteristics and, and, and things like that, purchase price, rents, and that kind of stuff. Yeah, so it's uh, I bought a three-bed, two-bath house, uh, about sixteen hundred square feet, and uh, rents for uh, close to nine hundred dollars a month. And one of the things that attracted me to the Memphis market was its stability, and uh, I wanted to have a two-year lease, uh, so that was uh, made possible. And uh, uh, yeah, so so as I said earlier, those are the kind of like three, two single-family homes. Those are the kind of properties in in uh, B neighborhoods that I kind of look for. Correct, and, and that's if, what I got. If I remember correctly, uh, you purchased the property for right around eighty nine nine. Does that sound about right? That's right. Gotcha. Would, were were you satisfied with the quality of the renovations that were performed on the home? Yeah, I mean, uh, again, I, I was not there to see the before state and the after state, except for in pictures. Uh, but one of the things that I did, like part of due diligence, was to get the inspection done. And uh, after we agreed on uh, everything that needs to be taken care of, I got a reinspection done as well, where everything was confirmed that everything has been done, which was a, a big factor for me. And uh, yeah. Yeah. I, I have no complaints. When I when I think back to your property, you know, because I, I remember it uh, pretty clearly, you know, the house already had a, a really nice uh, roof on it. We installed a full new HVAC system, hot water tank, all new flooring. I believe we updated the hall bathroom, uh, paint, light fixtures, blinds, uh, those type of things, and you know, landscaping. Uh, it was it was a really nice home that was set back on a co- on a cove, and I remember that uh, right. pretty clearly. So right. uh, I would you know I would also agree that that's probably a, a, a solid B level type property. Right. Right. Now, did did the home? And you kind of mentioned this, this a little bit earlier, but you know, uh, would would you would you say or agree that the home rented out? Uh, for for what we estimated it to rent out for, I obviously you said that the two year lease was a big deal, and you know the nice thing with the management company that we work with, you know, you know they they're really good at securing two year leases. But do you feel that the house rented out uh, for what, what what the rent range was? Yeah, I think I think what was advertised, and and we talked about this that it's going to be the what, what's advertised is the target rent, and uh, usually what actually happened is within like plus minus twenty dollars of that uh, of that uh, target rent. So that's what has happened, uh, and the rent is expected to go up uh, in the second year. Which is great. Sure, absolutely. You know, the minimizing that turnover, I think, is what really kind of helps investors like yourself uh, have a chance of success and winning long term. Now, you've owned this property, and I, and I don't have the actual date that you closed on it, but I have to, I have to guess that you've owned this house for 
four to six months. Does that sound about correct? Right, right. Uh, how how has your experience been going since you have closed uh, with uh, things in in terms of uh, collecting rent and property management? Uh, and you and you know just for the listeners out there, you and I have not spoken about this. I, I I have not asked you this. This is the first time I'm asking you this. So I mean, have have things been going like they like they should for property management for you? Yes, I have had absolutely no uh, repair issues. No. Uh, yeah, no reason to be concerned. The rent uh, has been getting deposited every month, and uh, uh, there have there has been no concerns yet. So yeah, everything is going great. Good, and, and you know that's obviously a, a perfect ideal situation, and we are we are very glad that that's how things are going for you. Uh, you know, statistically, at some point in time, I'm sure you will experience some maintenance and some vacancy and turnovers and things like that. And, you know, we, we hope to provide you good service through those scenarios if and when those happen. Uh, what, what and also, also to that point, like uh, whenever I have had a question about, uh, about anything, like I, it has been extremely easy to reach reach you guys so i know that okay i have to call this number and i'll uh either get an answer or get my problem resolved absolutely you know thank you so much uh what would you say your long-term plans with real estate investing are are, are, do you do you see yourself continuing to build a single family portfolio long term do you see at some point uh selling them and maybe trying to go for commercial type stuff Where, where do you see yourself in the you know the next five years well, I, I want to stay with single-family homes because uh, I'm, I'm I'm a big fan of reducing the number of variables. So single-family homes, I understand them. They're, they have a built-in exit strategy in them. And uh, so I want to build, build my portfolio over the next uh, five years. I'm always, like, looking to know about, uh, about more about Memphis and Kansas City and other markets where I can purchase more uh, turnkey rentals. And, uh, yeah, I don't think I'll – at this point, I don't have the knowledge to think about commercial properties at all. You know, I, my, my wife and I together, we own about 21 or so single-family homes here all over the Memphis area. You know, I've got some, you know – when I say cheaper properties, I've got some homes in the fifty to sixty thousand range, and then I own a couple houses in the hundred and sixty thousand dollar range, and everything in between. And yeah, uh, you know, I'm I'm personally I'm perfectly happy with uh, the single family route too. So yeah, uh, I, I don't see myself really changing anything for my plans as well. You know, I, I always try to tell uh, you know new clients, uh, and I and I believe I remember telling you this too that you know when we were initially talking in the beginning. What I do for my own personal portfolio is the same exact thing that I do for clients just like yourself. So if you were to put your property next to my personal portfolio, it's it's going to look the same. I mean, we do the same types of renovations, uh, you know, same management, same same everything. So, I mean, what we do is really no different for ourselves than what we do for investors like yourself. So I, I am pleased to know that you are having a good experience. Uh, you know, we're, we're getting close to wrapping up this interview. Um, what advice would you give to someone who might be a new investor considering buying long distance, you know, from a turnkey company like ours? Any, any advice or uh, words of wisdom? Yeah, I think uh, 
what helped me was to have a list of 15 to 18 questions that I asked multiple people, marketers, uh, the turnkey providers. And then I, if I had any questions or concerns, I posted them on BiggerPockets forums. So get on BiggerPockets, uh, then uh, create your spreadsheet to start analyzing some properties. And uh, I think the most important is the final thing, which is, which is like taking action. Uh, because as I said, like I could have waited another six months trying to get 1% or 2% more in return and waiting for that perfect property. Uh, that never happened. So I took action and I made some mistakes, learned from those mistakes, and I'm much more confident about out-of-state turnkey investing. I ask more intelligent questions now. Uh, so yeah, uh, get educated and take action. How how? And this this question isn't on my list, but you know you mentioned bigger pockets, and I've I've been on bigger pockets for many many years. How how critical or important has been has bigger pockets been for you? Uh, being a fairly new investor, how how has it helped you? I mean, I think one of the best things that uh, bigger pockets does is put together very good content in very in very good user-friendly formats and you can reach out to other people who have experience in those markets like memphis so i can uh, reach out to uh, people before purchasing a property and say that that uh, hey i'm uh, looking to purchase a property in this neighborhood of uh, memphis and be very specific and so what do you think about it so you can get very specific answers, good answers from people who actually know about uh, those neighborhoods. So I think that's one of the biggest things. And if you have any fears, there are like so many people who have gone through the same process before. So there is, uh, there is, I mean, so much information that you can, education is possibly uh, one of the easiest things to, to do. I, I, I totally agree. You know, I I've, I've been, I enjoy being on there, just trying to help and contribute. You know, I, I don't really use Bigger Pockets as a sales platform. Uh, I really enjoy getting on there and just helping uh, answer questions and, and you know helping new investors out. And it, you know, if business happens to come our way because of it, fantastic. You know, so you know, I'm glad that you are on it and continue to you know utilize the service. So. Yeah. Well, Kashal, listen, I, you know, I appreciate your time. Uh, you know, this really does kind of wrap up, uh, you know, our interview. So, you know, that is going to do it for this episode of Investor Talk Radio. If you would like to hear more interviews, you can find us on iTunes. Just search for Investor Talk Radio and you can download it right to your smartphone. Or you can actually go to crtdavis.podbean.com if you would like to listen to this podcast or any others that we've done in the past. Uh, all online on your computer. And also, if you enjoyed this interview, please like and also share them on social media. So that's going to wrap this interview up. Until the next time, we'll see you then. Thank you again, Kashal, for uh, your willingness to be interviewed today. My pleasure. Thank you so much. All right. Until then, take care. 
This show was produced by Kurt Davis and KurtDavisOnline.com. All rights reserved. To reach Kurt Davis, you can find him on the web at www.KurtDavisOnline.com or email him at Kurt at KurtDavisOnline.com. Everything you heard on this show should not be taken as personal or professional advice. You should conduct your own due diligence. Opinions or comments of our guests are their own and do not necessarily reflect the opinion of Kurt Davis or KurtDavisOnline.com. 